With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live from the Watchdogs Radio Studio in Atlanta, Georgia, and the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas, you are listening to Watchdogs Radio. Watchdogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center of Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. And now, here's the host of Watchdogs Radio, Keith Shoemaker. Well, good afternoon on the East Coast. Good morning on the West Coast. I'm always worried I'm going to kind of flip that and, and uh, get my sides of the country confused there. But uh, but definitely, it is a beautiful day here in Atlanta, Georgia, and I hope it's a beautiful day where you are, too. Well, I am all alone on the radio today, and uh, we have a, uh, some, a lot of great work going on at the national office and both chris and eric are tied up and are unable to join us we had originally scheduled this program as the rollback to yesterday and that was uh, of course um the wrong day to have it because of course yesterday was a very very important holiday in our in our country uh it was memorial day so i hope you uh, you enjoyed your national barbecue day uh, i burned uh, both some chicken and some beef on the grill yesterday and uh, and i hope you did too, whatever uh whatever your boat as far as what to put out there on the grill or spending time with the kids or just out there um, enjoying that day off. And if you did not have the day off, uh, certainly I hope you were able to make the best of it uh, where you were. Of course, uh, Memorial Day is a, a very important part of our annual observances. And, uh, and I hope you took some time to uh, step back and uh and say thank you to a veteran uh to somebody uh that had actually uh memorial day is more for the veterans that gave their life um now my uh my dad he uh he's a world war ii veteran uh, spent a lot of time past uh, about 27 ago he did uh we his service going on in the watchdog's office uh, as always but i am very proud to say that uh, and i think we mentioned it last week we are now uh, not only over 4,000 schools that are operating the watchdogs program uh, within their walls but uh, we've even surpassed that we're up to 4,049 schools running the watchdogs program we have uh, actually 231 that have trained uh, that have secured their startup kit, and they're getting ready to rock the program. Something else that uh, just happened this uh, this past week, or actually back on uh, June the 15th, I don't know if you had a chance to catch it, but uh, the Indiana Youth Institute, they host a radio program uh, somewhat similar to ours. Uh, of course, they're a lot uh, they've been doing it for a lot longer, and uh, they are uh, actually broadcasting on uh, several radio stations in Indiana. But the uh, Indiana Youth Institute's Kids Count Radio Show featured watchdogs back on 
the uh, 15th of June. So if you get a chance to go back and listen to it, they do have it available in podcasts. If you go to their webpage at IYI.org, that's Indiana Youth Institute, which is uh, their webpage is IYI.org. And you can follow that through to their Kids Count radio show and the uh, title of the show that uh, featured our very own Eric Snow, our executive director, is called Involved Dads. It also featured Alan Tilford, who is a volunteer with the Watchdogs program right there in, uh, in Indiana. And then also Joseph Fowler. Now, he's got a very interesting story. He is a former college football coach who, uh, who gave up his career and is now a full-time stay-at-home dad. So that's kind of an uh, interesting, uh, interesting story there. I'd be interested to see what kind of grass drills those kids are doing just to get up and go to school in the morning. And he uh, kind of had some fun talking about that. Well, school is out here in Georgia. There's a couple of school districts that are still finishing up. Uh, I know all across the country there's different school schedules uh, throughout the country, and uh, I, I know right here in Georgia, not only is uh, school out for both of my daughters, um, you know, I took one day, and, and what I like to do, I like to uh, focus on each of my kids, you know, have some one-on-one time, but I will say that my daughter, Anna Marie, and I, we went up to uh, one of the zip line uh, businesses up in uh, North Georgia, and I will tell you, we had an absolute blast. Um, it was great to have that one-on-one time, uh, daddy-daughter time, uh, out there hanging up in a tree. So, uh, so that was kind of cool to do that. And uh, so just to encourage guys, if you are in a situation where you can take a day off even during the summertime, uh, maybe you're not going to the school uh, as you would other parts of the year, but take that one-on-one time, go out, have some fun with your kids, and, and just have that, uh, that communication that uh, you get a chance to work together with your kids. So that's another thing we wanted to talk about. Now, the, um, we wanted to take a look at our Facebook page. Um, we have had several great interactions on Facebook, um, but I did want to specifically talk about one gentleman who has uh, posted on here. Uh, we have a lot of Similar questions come up, and you can tell these are people that are just popping onto our Facebook page. Haven't had a chance to look all the way back through, but uh, but John Thompson, he made a very interesting comment, and uh, and I kind of wanted to address it, and and uh, pretty much the same way we always address questions uh, come up. Uh, and he was asking, he wants to bring the Watchdogs program to his son's school, and wanted to know where to start. Well, of course, always step number one, uh, we always refer back to it. Step number one is administration support. Go back to the principal and get a chance to um, visit with the principal, get their input on it. The principal needs to be 100% behind the Watchdogs program. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Actually, I am going to go to, uh, I do need to take a quick break, and we will be right back in 60 seconds. Hi, this is Morgan Freeman. Has anyone ever said you are the picture of health? You look healthy, you feel fine, but that may not be the full picture. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer of men and women over 50. Since it doesn't always cause symptoms, you may not know you have it. The only way to know is by getting screened. 
Screening can find precancerous polyps so they can be removed before they turn into cancer. This is one cancer you can prevent. Plus, screening can find colorectal cancer at an early stage when the chance for a full recovery is very high. Talk with your doctor and get tested for colorectal cancer. Medicare and many insurance plans help pay for screening. Get screened. Make sure you are the picture of health. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. All right, and we are back. I do have a caller on the line, and I would like to welcome Mr. K.T. Leonard from Helen Hunt Elementary in Colorado, but I didn't get what town. What town is that area in, K.T.? Uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Colorado Springs, okay. I think we've got a few watchdog schools there in Colorado Springs. And uh, I understand you have questions for us. Yeah, actually, um, I apologize. It's actually Hunt Elementary. It's uh, okay. just Hunt. Just Hunt um, Elementary, okay. My, uh, my concerns are is we initiated the program last year. And as far as staffing events and helping out with, like, field days and things like that, we did really well. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of, sometimes more people than we could actually use showed up, which really made you feel good. (laughs) That's a problem um, to have. Our our problems were majoritively due to or um, involving the program in the everyday activities of the classroom Mm -hmm. and there were some there were some issues there and um, I asked I tried to get with the school district to go to one of your other watchdog programs and see what they were doing get some maybe get some training some new ideas and um, we kind of petered out we kind of faltered last couple of months of the school year and Mm-hmm. I just I don't want that to happen again this year. Okay. And we also were almost it seemed to me like we were overstretching the kindness of our sponsors and I would like to uh get some sponsorship ideas from other okay. people, you know, things that actually work and where we would have you know, six or eight sponsors that we could call periodically instead of one or two that we called all the time. Right, right. Going back to the same well all the time. Right. Okay. You know, that's, I, I really appreciate the, you know, just the willingness. I mean, we had a pizza place that would deliver a car full of pizza to us, <laughs> you know, okay. on, on time and things okay. like that. But they did it every time. And yes. That um, I don't I don't want to make them feel obligated. Right, right. So now were they answer all was my that questions? Answer, answer all my questions immediately. Solve all my okay. problems. <laughs> okay. Well, I wish I could. You know, uh, I've I've always said. You know, I've I've been uh, before I was with Watchdog. I've been a fireman for thirty years. I always said that all of the world's problems can be solved at the firehouse kitchen table. But uh, but I don't know if these these would uh, quite fit that description there. Well, uh, oh, I know, things. I know why you can. I know why you can solve all the world's problems at the <laughs> at the firehouse kitchen table. Okay, You're not politicians. 
Yeah, good point. <laughs> Don't get me started on that one. <laughs> well, um, a couple of things that uh, a couple of questions to ask, and, and let's let's first address the um, the classroom issue. Now, uh, I have uh, fortunately a little bit of an ex- experience there. Not only did I serve as a top dog, but my wife is a twenty year teacher. She just finished. Well, actually, today she is finishing her twentieth year of teaching. So, uh, and I'm very well, proud of her. She does an awesome job. Um, but the, and hopefully a couple she has of things. a really good psychiatrist. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple of things that's to look admirable. at. Um, good for her. Uh, yep. Exactly. Well, any, any teacher that's, uh, that, that's, that's out there, you know, still plugging along, I think, is uh, definitely oh, my, deserves my uh, recognition. A, my son had an awesome teacher this last year. She was just. I, I, there's just not words, so let's just say she was awesome. <laughs> well, that that's always great to hear. Um, now, KT, the the uh, a couple of things that we look at, you know, and, and the first thing that we always do whenever someone calls us and asks us a question about a watchdogs program, the first thing we always do is fall back to our seven steps to success training. So we want to look back and we want to see, you know, is the you know first step is always. You know, is the administrator 100% fully on board, and is he promoting the program to he or she uh, promoting the program to the teachers? And that is a big part of that because the teachers have to have an understanding of what it is that we're looking for. It's not just a stranger coming into the room. You know, we had a, a teacher email us a few years ago and made the comment that that you know she said, "I don't want a stranger coming into our room," and and the first thing to to me was that, you know, is, is that not a red flag if a teacher is referring to the parent of one of her students as a stranger? But, the, um, you know, we want to give the teachers a comfort in bringing these people in. It's not somebody that's there to observe them. It's not somebody that's there to compare one child against another. It's someone there to um, be a part of the classroom, to bring extra support to the classroom. And once you get that environment, now in, in the school that I do my volunteering in, when I walk in the door, the teacher generally doesn't even break sentence of, if they're involved in direct instruction, that is. Or, you know, they'll look up, they'll have someone assigned who I'm going to be working with. You know, they'll get up, they'll get either the binder or the box or the bin, or whatever it is that I'm going to be using. Um, the students that are assigned to work with me know who they are. They get up, they go over to the to the kidney-shaped table or to the reading area or wherever it is within that classroom. And, and they know, they're modeled, they're, they're trained, you know, quietly go over, sit down. I open up that bin or that binder or whatever. There's a laminated sheet in there that says, you know, hello, watchdog, thank you. We love you for coming in. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to sit down you're going to have the children read, you know, Helen Lester, Tacky the Penguin. You're going to ask these questions. And it gives the teacher the opportunity to have those students to be to have some some interaction to understand what's going on um, while the teacher can be working on doing other things if it's, uh, if it's continuing direct instruction if it's guided reading uh, if it's calendar math whatever that teacher happens to be doing uh, it gives the teacher an extra opportunity there's so many things that can be done in the classroom there's uh, there's makeup testing there's uh, there's reading aloud uh, I had one teacher, actually it was uh, my daughter's teacher last year, that uh, they, she had a thing that she had the watchdogs do. It was called tap-in, which was really 
really kind of cool, and it, and it gave the guys the understanding that they were really a part of what was going on. So, and what, what that would do would be all of the students would be doing silent reading, the, a book of their choice, whatever they happen to have either brought from the library or the, um, the reading loft or whatever it is. And the adult, I'm going to say the adult, or in our case the watchdog, would go, you know, the, the, the students knew you were there, but you would just walk up, you know, lightly tap them on the shoulder, and wherever they were at at that point, they would quietly read aloud to you. And you could help them with any words they stumbled on or anything like that. And then when you tapped them again, it was almost like flipping the switch. You tap, tapped in, they read to you, you tapped out. And it was, you know, we, I've, I've used that several times. Um, it's just a matter of getting the teachers to understand you're not there to observe them. You're not there to be critical of them or to have a parent-teacher conference because that is definitely not the time to have a conference. You're there to support them in whatever they're doing of, in that day. And those things change from day to day. But the, um, the teachers, you know, oh, specific they... Volunteers at, specific volunteers at specific times for specific projects or tasks. Right. Right. And the, now, were you doing a... Uh, how did you do your scheduling? Did the, were the teachers aware of who was coming? No, that's that was one of one of the one of the issues, and most I have to say this for the teachers themselves, most of the teachers were on board with it and really thought it was a good idea. It's just that the lack of, I guess. Um, Scheduling or coordination was the that was the big issue. It was almost okay. like every oh, time someone showed up, it was a surprise visit. Right. Yeah, and that's the you know the the thing about a a teacher when you know when a teacher puts their lesson plan together, they're trying to squeeze a certain amount of information into a certain amount of time, and for someone to just pop in, even if it's another teacher, even if it's a specialist. Or somebody that really kind of kind of rocks their world. They have to, you know, get the kids back on track, back on task. But if the teacher right. knows, you know, if if the teacher gets an email on Friday saying that you're going to have a watchdog from 8:45 to 9:50 on, um, and and I'm just coming up with a general time frame there. Uh, it's right. whatever fits your school. But if that teacher knows that on Thursday they're going to get a watchdog from this time to this time. They can add that into their plan and either um, and whatever the protocol for your, your school is, they can, you know, some schools, they work in the classroom, some schools, they work in the hallway, um, some schools, they go to the uh, media center. But, of course, it's always going to be, um, you know, within view of a staff member. You don't want to have a, you know, a watchdog's not a, not a teacher, not a staff member. You know, you're not going to be alone right. with the kids. So, you know, you want to make sure that you keep that. Um, that aspect of it. So if you, uh, and, and the scheduling is really the main time-consuming part of the uh, the program, and usually that's a coordinated effort between the, um, the top dog coordinator or somebody on the top dog team and uh, possibly either the counselor or, or some staff member. 
And to do a really good scheduling uh, program, it takes you about 45 minutes a week. Um, you got to know who the guys are, the guys that are coming in. You got to know where their children are in the school. You got to know where their lunch periods are, and you got to know where their specialist time is. And you know, okay. I don't know if you guys have taken advantage of the um, the teacher survey, which we do provide to you. If you would like to uh, send a survey out to the teachers to find out when the best their best time to have somebody in would be. Um, you know, you can do that, and then we send you back feedback on when the teachers would like. Because, like, in my school, uh, the way it worked out, it, it kind of progressed through the day. The kindergarten teachers liked the guys early in the day. First grade teachers liked them, you know, that, that next period after that. Second, third, and fourth kind of floated, and then fifth grade always liked them towards the end of the day. Um, and then, in our case, the specialists liked them toward the end of the day. We like to float them in with the specialists as well. Because we want the guys to understand how important um, music, art, gym, and computer lab are. So, correct. If you, so this, if you have a good, is this survey is this survey available on your website? Yes, sir. Actually, if you email um, our office, uh, we can uh, we can take care of that for you. You can also go to uh, go to our web page, and it, it there is uh, some links to your end of day survey, so you can get your feedback from the guys. Um, so that you can kind of tweak your program how, uh, from, from the feedback you get from the individual guys. But if you call our office at, uh, at 888-540-DOGS or go to our webpage, um, we can provide you a link so that you can get that information from the teachers. And the way we suggest that you do that is we send you the link, and then the, the principal sends that link out to all of the teachers and uh, – and actually not only sends the link out, but sets a time frame for it to be done. Because it, okay. it may be one of those things that, you know, unless there's a time frame, it may not be very high on the priority list and it's information that you need. Now, the other thing that um, in regard to the scheduling and the person that does the scheduling, if you've got a volunteer coordinator that has the time to do that, that's great. I know one teacher or one principal had a great idea that I love is each of the teachers has an assigned duty that they have to perform in addition to teaching. Usually it's car line or bus line or ASP program or, or something that they need to help with in addition to the regular teaching duties. Now what this principal did was made the job or the title of watchdog school representative an actual duty. So that person that volunteered to do that particular duty, that was all that teacher had to do. So it was, a, it was a good out for somebody that didn't want to stand out there in the cold and pull car doors in the morning or work at the bus port or whatever because it's a, it's a considerable amount of, of, of effort that goes into putting the schedule together. So it was justified at that school to be able to have that teacher, that was that teacher's duty for the, for the duration of the school year, if that makes sense to you. Right. One of well, the well, two of our issues were the same, the same um, problem. Two different people. Uh, the the first school employee, I guess you'd call them, that was part of the program, ended up with so much on their plate that they just they couldn't do what they needed to with us. Okay. 
So they gave it to... Yeah, there's to only 24 hours another, in a day. Right, and they gave it to another teacher because at that moment that teacher had, you know, um, was the least strained. <laughs> mm-hmm. And because that teacher was the least strained, that teacher soon became, one, you know, the next person with sure. too much on their plate. And I want to, one of the reasons I was calling is like right now, I've been writing just about everything you've said down and, you know, and so next year, um, I can be more, more involved in, in what they're what they're needing or what they need to do, maybe help exactly. them out and um, take some of that, take some of that load off because sure. it's we're relying on them and they're they don't have any training or any ideas or anything either. That and was my next, you know, uh, my next thought. Spinning wheels. Right when when someone and, and we've seen this uh, a few times. When uh, when the program gets handed off from one person to another, uh, the part that they don't hand off is the fact that the training is is important and necessary. And just if you're listening to our program and you would like to join us, we've got about four minutes left in the show. Time flies when you're having fun. Uh, you can give us a call at two one five three eight three three seven two eight. That's two one five. Three eight three three seven two eight, and you can join uh, myself and KT in this conversation. But uh, getting back to what we were saying is, if you've got somebody where you're handing the program off to one person to another, they need to take the time to spend that 45 minutes uh, and participate in that conference call. You know, we'd like to have as many people in the school as possible to have that training to understand what's going on. Now, the conference call. It's very simple. It's given four times a week, on uh, two times on Tuesdays and two times on Thursdays, and you can uh, you can go to our webpage and and schedule that. Uh, one of the things I suggest to people is, you know, you can do it uh, uh, just you know put it on your Bluetooth when you're driving, and uh, and and be a part of that uh, that conference call training. We can also provide a custom conference call to you if you're at a school that has already had the training. Where we, uh, where someone can just call in and ask uh, the information and uh, be able to uh, to ask those questions and get that uh, that information. Hey, I've got another caller on the line here. Let's see who we got. Somebody from the 404 area code. So, KT, hold on just a minute. You bet. Okay, 404 area code. How you doing? Welcome to Watchdogs Radio. Hey, Keith. It's Brian Clark checking in. Brian, how are you doing, my good friend? I haven't heard from you in a long time. Is, uh, have you been listening uh, throughout the show? I, I wasn't, but I just saw uh, your post, and I just wanted to call in and say hello. Well, well, that's great. Well, well Brian, I've got uh, KT Leonard on the line, and uh, he is out at Hunt Elementary School in uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado. He's asking some questions as a top dog and, and uh, talking about getting the, the dads involved in the classroom uh, kind of getting over that hurdle of the teachers of, of letting them be comfortable with the guys coming in the classroom. Do you have any, uh, as, a, as an experienced top dog, do you have any uh, suggestions for him? 
I would just be, you know, just about the open communication piece, you know. Um, you know, I started out with the teachers kind of being leery of having having the, the watchdogs in the classroom too, so we started out uh, working with a couple of teachers where they had a couple, two, three students that needed help with reading. So we basically worked with the teachers and took the, uh, the two or three children, uh, students into the library and for that 30, 40 minute period we worked on their reading skills. So we really gained their trust that way. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we were able to, once, they, once we gained their trust, then we were able to come into the classrooms to show what we really could do. Exactly. Okay. So you kind of started no, I, out in a little microcosm and expanded from there. Yes, I mean, you know, that was just for a few teachers. Other teachers were, were very receptive and, and wanted to have the watchdogs in. You know, I think it's just a learning experience. Um, some A lot of the people don't, or teachers don't really know exactly what we're doing, and we just lead by example. So, yes, you know, basically just started out real slow and then worked our ways into the classrooms where – Everybody was happy in the end. That's for sure. Exactly. So now, KT, I'm going. We're we're uh, at less than a minute left in the show here, so I wanted to uh, briefly touch on your other question. And if you go back to your Watchdog Startup Kit, there are um, there are documents and letters in there that uh, you can go out into your community, just add your school's logo, and you know get five or six guys print out these. Uh, donation request letters and uh, and realistically you're just looking for people to help out with the uh, paying for the pizza with uh, paying for the donuts for your uh, for your watchdogs uh, donuts with dad so guys I thank you so much for joining us I'm gonna have to cut you off time flies when we're having fun but thank you so much Brian Clark right here in Atlanta and KT Leonard at Hunt Elementary in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Folks, uh, we're always having fun here on Watchdogs Radio. We try to make it every Tuesday. And if you come back next week, we'll be here. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.